Good afternoon. I'm Jordan Peoples, and Marvel sucks. <laughs> I'm Cade Weiberg, and no, it doesn't. Uh, I don't know why that one had such energy to it. I I don't know either, and it's also barely afternoon. Yeah. Uh, and do you start every one of these with afternoon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> every single Regardless one. of time of day. Um, well, because that's the vibe of the show. It's an afternoon show. It does feel show. like an afternoon show. It's not an evening show. show. It's not yeah. a morning show. Yes. It's well, I mean, maybe people are listening to it in the morning. They're allowed to, but it's just not a morning show. That's true. It would be, uh, it's kind of just like drinking milk upside down, you know? I, I would say that the vibe I just gave at the beginning of this maybe did feel a little morningy because I feel like a lot of morning shows have a lot of energy. They're trying to wake you up with your coffee. They are. That's, uh, that's the, um, which is why you know, I feel like we're be... normally an afternoon show because we are already awake. Well, and, but also a little <laughs> bit laid back. I yeah <laughs> yeah we're very laid back on this podcast. We're two chill dudes. Two chill dudes just live in our best eminence front era. Um, <laughs> I am just now realizing I went to two uh, concerts back to back. So Thursday night I saw a Blink One Eighty Two tribute band, hmm. uh, which was great, and I sang all the words. And then yesterday we went to an eighties tribute band, and it was great, and I knew all the words to all the songs. And this is the first time I've spoken today, and I realize my voice is borderline non-existent. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds a little husky. Because <clears throat> of all of the singing I was doing in the past 48 hours. Yeah. Um, but you know what? For Marvel, I will persevere. Yeah. No, um, I think uh, our audience will appreciate this new... Oh, yeah. Uh, ...direction your voice is taking. You're kind of like a radio DJ. A yeah, something like huskier. that. huskier. Yeah. It's definitely an afternoon voice. Like, it's certainly not a morning voice. Certainly not a morning voice. We can't stress that enough. Yes. This is an afternoon show, no matter what time of day you're listening to it. Or that we're recording it. Yeah. I I, I just want people to acknowledge that. And I think, you know, I think at at like 100 plus episodes in, we're in our Eminence Front Era. They should know by the time our Eminence Front Era starts that that is the case. If they've had their ears open, they know. I God, I hope so. If they've been listening with their ears closed, I don't know what to tell them. I don't know. Probably yeah. couldn't tell them anything. <laughs> they wouldn't be listening. <laughs> Would not be paying attention. Uh, um, so, I was driving two weeks ago. We had just recorded our Captain Marvel episode, driving to the beach. Um, and I foolishly scheduled my drive to the beach during Marvel's Comic-Con panel. Mm-hmm. And about halfway through my drive, I my phone blows up, and I, you know, I'm driving. I can't really look at all of the text, but more or less, it's everyone being like, "Oh my god, how hype are you?" And I like can't look at all the news that's being announced. I'm like, "Damn it!" Like I really want to know what's going on. And I thought, like, who could I call at like 10:30 p.m. to just have on a Saturday <laughs> night to read to me all of the things announced? And of course, you thought of me. Uh, Jordan will be up to date with all this news. No, I figured I no, didn't want. Yeah, not not <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> I didn't want to bother you. That was you were the first person I thought of for what it's worth. Yeah, but you would have called me and I'd be like, I have no idea. Yeah, and frankly, I refuse to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want that rejection. Yeah. I didn't want to handle that. Imagine. Um, so I waited. I got to uh, 
to my destination, and I just sat in the parking lot for about 20 minutes, catching up on all the information I missed. Um, and boy, was it a doozy. We have a lot of fun announcements, which... Uh, oh, and then I texted you from that parking lot uh, saying, we're going to need to do an app. And I did not... I was too busy. I had too many things to respond to and look up. So I didn't clarify. I was just like, we're going to need to do an app. And you were like, okay. So did you know what that text was regarding? Well, you'd sent me the screenshot of uh, their copyright stuff ahead of... Oh, that's right. That's so right. And I, half I've, of those did get announced. Right. So that's that's what I figured had happened. Okay. But again, but, I had no secondary... So I think the Ellie might have mentioned something that she'd seen on Twitter. But like nothing came okay. through my social media feeds to me regarding Marvel. That is so my, shocking because I feel like a lot of this is just huge news. Yeah. Now, somehow I have a social media blockade. Like... Like and I, I search for stuff for Marvel every once in a while. So you think Google would yeah. know that I'm at least oh, yeah. passively interested in Marvel? Absolutely. But it doesn't. Has no idea. Google only sends me notifications about like three things. Uh, it's Marvel. It's uh, Biden trying to end student loan payments, <laughs> and uh, baseball scores for when I do sports betting. Those are the three things I get, and it's mostly Marvel, honestly. Yeah. Um, so this, all this information came to light. Uh, I was at the beach, so I knew we would have to wait a while. And, uh, I realized we had to get an app together. We had to get going. We had to talk and speculate about Mm -hmm. all of the projects to come. Um, so we're going to do that today. That's our, our phase five deep dive. Uh, we are going to go. That's a good title for this episode. I liked the one you came up with better, but you can maybe call it. Phase five, deep five, colon, phase five, four, real. (laughs) Parentheses this time. Yeah. Well, only the listeners truly know what I will have decided by the time. That's true. They already know at this point what we ended with. Yeah. Wow. They're ahead of the game. They're smarter than us in this particular moment. And and I like to think that they uh, are listening to this now and like, wow, Jordan really knocked it out of the park because they were just kind of, it was really rough during the episode, but it could be that they're like, wow. Jordan had all this great material, and he beefed it. And he did it, and he made the best title no, no, of I'm any podcast. They, they t- I tanked it. That's what I'm worried there. Oh, I thought you were going to make it. I no, thought beefing we were just, it like, is speculating. bad. You don't want to beef it. Oh, I thought, oh, that's re- I. What, where does that come from? <laughs> I have no I don't, idea. I don't know the phrase beefing. Unless, you, like, you have beef. Or I feel like it's beef? something you'd say if you, like, fell off a skateboard. I beefed it. And this could be completely I don't know if, that, I don't know if you're using that word correctly. <laughs> beef? <laughs> what do you think beef means? Like, it's beef meat? Beef means, well, it's meat. It's definitely meat. <laughs> Never heard of that um, usage. It's kind of like the guy's name from Back to the Future. Biff. I mean, like, people so have that's a beef. little close. Yeah, and people have beef with each other. Those are the three. You're the Biff, Back to the Future, the food, and uh, arguing. Mm. And, like, having... having uh, past uh, transgressions with at the very least though i think it sounds like a kind of phrase that would have a negative connotation he beefed it yeah i think he just made up a uh, usage all right you know what we're gonna google beef <laughs> definition because <laughs> i think that you are doing that wrong all right uh definition one the flesh of a cow bull or ox no surprise there. <laughs> yeah, that one's that one's standard. Uh, informal. Number two, flesh or muscle, typically when developed. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A complaint or grievance. So, like, you have beef with someone. Mm-hmm. 
a criminal well, they charge. Well, they might, they might have beef with me because they see how bad the title is. But that's not how you intended it. <laughs> Don't try and get out of this. Okay. Uh, number four is a criminal charge, which mm. I had never heard before. A drunk driving beef is the example. Okay. That's... Have you ever heard... There's another definition of beef I haven't heard of. Is, is that the last definition? There's also a verb. Yes. To beef. Uh-huh. Uh, beefed... I'm trying to look... The it's probably like having beefing. an argument. He was beefing about how the recession was killing the business. Oh, so it's like grumbling. Yeah. Complaining. So not like... I think you're looking for the word botched, and you just said beef. And now you're trying to pass off beef as another verb. This might have been in a Jake and Amir skit. <laughs> Can you confirm that? I know there's a skit where they say they're, they're beefing. Well, yeah, but that, that's but obviously number f- that's the more typical usage. That's number four. I'm going to Google beef. That's it. number three. <laughs> okay, oh, so Urban Dictionary. Now we're at the like where the real oh, scholars now, hang okay. out. All, yeah, all lawyers use Urban Beefed Dictionary. It, making a clumsy mistake while trying to do something athletic. So <laughs> oh. something athletic like writing the title of a podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's something. There's probably an award for it. Okay, beef it. When attempting to perform a critical task, uh, one mm-hmm. overdoes things and fails miserably, but also humorously. So that's kind of the, the type that I was using. It, Urban Dictionary says that? Yeah, to beef okay. it. I, why, and this, well, is, this is breaking, too, because these, these posts yeah. uh, were in 2005. So this is recent slang. Well, the Oxford Dictionary, you know, is updated however frequently so think about that and it's not even on there so i guess we just need to decide is this podcast an oxford dictionary podcast or an urban dictionary okay wait now i got one last source and then i promise the listeners that we'll move away from beef uh but (laughs) at least one iteration of it anyway (laughs) there is a like blog called away with words so it's like a linguist blog Mm -hmm. and uh it's it's basically about the etymology of this this use of beef, yeah, uh, and it basically says that beefed it means took a hard fall, but then this uh-huh. episode is like it's a podcast or something, so they go okay. into more detail. So you could listen to an entire podcast of this conversation if you wanted to. I feel like they are. <laughs> we're <laughs> we're point, ten yeah. minutes in and we've almost talked exclusively about beef. Yeah, but it means failing badly anyway. Uh, unless you're reading the Oxford Dictionary, in which case it does not mean that. Yeah, but they're slow. They're behind the times. English is always changing. English is, is literally changing. Yeah. In the way that uh, literally can mean figuratively. <laughs> in the way in that case, definitions of words mean completely different things. But in this case, it is literally changing. Yes. The Oxford Dish- Dictionary is somewhat of a multiverse, if you will. Mm. An ever-expanding, uh just window into a whole bunch of other words and meanings. And that's been our episode of slang. Gang. That was our episode of where's the beef. <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah. You didn't like my show title slang gang, where we go through a different phrase each. All right. Week? How about we have the fans vote comment, uh, you know, radar podcast, five stars, then comment, which one you want the beef corner to be. Well, but it's not always with. beef. It could be any slang in mine. I guess yours is a different corner. Yours is just a beef related corner. 
I think there's we barely scratched the surface of beef. I mean, but beef corner can mean one of seven things now that we have we've just explained seven definitions. So if you eat like a really tasty burger, mm-hmm. that can be part of uh, where's the beef. Or if you get a criminal charge, that can be where's the beef. Or if you process a criminal charge because you're a lawyer now and you can use the people's names and give their addresses, that can be a segment of where's the beef. I suppose we could uh, we could wait for two Marvel actors to get into an argument and discuss their beef. Oh, and they would have beef with each other. Yeah. Do you think that would happen? Or they could be at a picnic and have beef with each other. That's true. I I kind of like the uh, where's the beef. What was your what was your slang gang? <laughs> well, I mean, we can do both if you want. Yeah. We can also see what the fans want. Probably neither, but you know, it's our show. It's our show. We're we're doing it. Uh, we got an overwhelmingly <laughs> negative response to both right. bits. <laughs> <laughs> but we're committing to making both happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there was earlier on in the show, uh, we had a recurring joke where we were trying to find... This is like five years ago. In episodes like 1 through 20, we were trying to find Will Smith's house. Not sure <laughs> yeah. if you remember that. Uh, uh, we never found it. <laughs> or at least that's what we've had to commit to legally. We yes. could not say that we have we found it. We cannot tell you that we found it. And you can't see if we're winking or not because it's an audio medium. Yeah, and we couldn't say that there's a small, you know, hidey hole that we can still visit from time to time within Will Smith's house that he doesn't know about, that we know about, and that we can, you know, watch him make his breakfast. We can neither confirm nor deny these things. Although I'm realizing uh, every time... Uh, every time we do this podcast, I have a screen so Jordan can see my face. So Not you right can now. see me wink. No, I yeah, can't. Yeah, that's true. You can't? No, I, I, I see a static picture of you smiling in front of a bright window. Oh. Okay, well, I guess it froze or something. But I just see the little Google blue guy uh, for you every time. So I couldn't tell if you were winking is my point. Wait, you don't see down in the bottom right corner a picture of yourself? No, I see me moving around. I'm oh, doing stuff. Yeah, no, I'm not seeing that. Oh. This is an old picture. This is the same picture it is every time. Interesting. Yeah. This is very maybe uh This is almost as exciting as beef. <laughs> All right. Speak let's let's spice it up a bit. Speaking of beef, have you heard about the Batgirl situation? Yes, barely. Okay. I just know that it's been canceled and it's because there was a merger or something and it's I saw something about okay. it being a tax write-off somehow for the studio. Yes. All right, so all of those are vague bullet points of the overall story, but essentially Warner Brothers and Discovery merged. Um Warner Brothers Comic-Con panel showed a trailer of Shazam 2 and mm. Black Adam. Okay. Uh, and Marvel fans got everything, every dream and wish they could ever want fulfilled was fulfilled at San Diego Comic-Con. And poor DC fans get two trailers of not even A-tier heroes, I would say. Shazam was at least fun. I enjoyed that movie. Oh, yeah. No, it's fun. But it's not it Superman. Better? It's not. Su- he's not Superman. That's for sure. That's that's for damn sure. Just like uh, uh, <clears throat> Scrubs. Why like Scrubs? Because I'm no, I'm no Superman. Oh, the Laszlo Bane intro song. That is a good song. It is. Well, at least that part of it is. When you listen to the full song, it's not quite as good. Oh, I like the full song along. Oh, they they do speed it up for the intro. Oh, maybe that's why it's better. I didn't know why you watched, I didn't know you watched Scrubs. Uh, I mean, I did back when it was on Comedy Central or whatever in, when we were in high school. Okay. Or whatever remember... network that it came on, on repeats. 
I see. I do remember that being one of our first conversations when we met. Mm. I don't know why I was talking about Scrubs, but it seemed like you had never seen the show. Or maybe you hadn't seen the episode I was talking about. <laughs> it's probably just that. I've, I've never <laughs> sat down and watched all of Scrubs, but I've probably seen about uh, 40% of Scrubs episodes, which is a lot it, still. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're like 140 or 50 episodes probably. So yeah, so I've seen like 70 episodes of Scrubs. That does seem like a lot. <laughs> it's enough that I know the characters pretty well, and I certainly know the intro sting of I'm no, I'm no Superman. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them all, so... Just not not to get in the scrubs off with you right now. You know, maybe I've seen 55%. I, I th- feel like I've seen more scrubs than <laughs> I haven't seen. Uh, okay. So, you because there are nine seasons. Does that sound right to you? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you, you're claiming to see half of it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Batgirl beef. Um, there was a merger uh, with Warner Brothers and Discovery and also... Uh, you know, DC's been having a pretty rough go of it, mm-hmm. if you have noticed. Yeah. Uh, in recent years, they it seems like the best thing they did was tell the fans that they would not get a Snyder cut, then gave the fans a Snyder cut, and that I think was the last time we saw a large group of people happy. Mm. Um, and technically, the Batman and Joker are not part of the DC extended universe, despite the very large success of both of those movies. Um, also, sidebar, have you heard about Joker 2? No, I have not. Not at all. They confirmed Joker 2 for October 2024. Joaquin Phoenix is set to return. Lady Gaga it plays Harley Quinn, and it is rumored to be a musical. Huh. You think it's going to be even funnier than the first one? Uh, if it's a musical, I imagine. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, I feel like all the, the people who paid a billion dollars for that movie, like, because it, it made a billion dollars, mm. I feel like a lot of those people are not going to like if it's a musical. I still haven't seen The Batman. And I you feel should like, watch The Batman. That is yeah. a recurring theme on this podcast. Every time we talk about it, you're like, I haven't seen The Batman. It's very good. It's, I've seen it four times. I've spent 12 hours watching The Batman. That's also a recurring theme. It is. Because I'm very, you know... <laughs> Maybe not proud, but I do want to point it out. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so Batgirl beef. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery merged. Uh, Warner Brothers has been shitting the bed. And they finish an entire Batgirl movie. They have filmed it. It is sent to test audiences. It might have like 5% of editing and stuff to do. But the movie is almost all but complete. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton is in it. Brendan Fraser plays Firefly. Yes, there, uh, I, that's what Ellie told me about it. That's why I know anything about it. So, and that sounded like a cool uh, cool thing. I would like to watch that. Sure. Um, I mean, it would have um, to be really bad for it to be worth not putting out unless, you know, it's whatever tax write-off nonsense they're doing instead. Well, just because it was also uh, directed by the Miss Marvel directors. So imagine their experience working for... Disney and making Miss Marvel, and they said that was a great experience. And then DC, they don't even release the thing they made. Yeah. Who are you more likely to work for if you're a creative type now? Yeah. Uh, but there's an entire Michael Keaton Batman movie out there. I know he's like probably in five scenes or something, like not a lot, but it's still like you would get to see Michael Keaton's Batman again, and that's never going to see the light of day. That's pretty wild. It seems 
almost irresponsible to not to not just put that on. You don't Disney think they'll slip it onto on streaming HBO. some point in the future? If they call it a tax write-off and do that, which they need to do to recoup $90 million or half of that or whatever, they legally cannot release it ever. Unless Weird. somebody pirates it, because then they'd be profiting on it, which is the whole point of a tax write-off. I know, but like it feels like there there could be something to do with uh, enough time passing that it would be fine. Because it's like they've lost money on it this year. Yeah. But it feels like it's weird that that would lock you out of ever releasing it in any capacity. Well, then you'd have to give that money back because... To the, who, the government? Point, I guess, because the whole point of a tax I don't know if that's is... in the tax code. <laughs> Well, who's the lawyer of the two of us? You or me? Well, neither one of us knows anything about the kind of tax <laughs> structure stuff that is going on with Hollywood accounting and et cetera. Uh, yeah, but I, you know, I like to think I know a little bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun thing to like to think, but it doesn't mean that you do. <laughs> <laughs> but I might. Uh, so I'm a. They've just said this is what I've read. If they take the tax write off, they legally cannot release the movie. I suppose somebody could leak it to YouTube and it could be on YouTube. It's also hard no to believe this movie isn't worth $90 million to them. That's the crazy thing. And I know they were going to release uh, um, the Flash movie like this summer, and that was going to explain why Michael Keaton was Batman again. And now that got pushed back, and they might not even release it. Uh, to theaters because Ezra Miller just, is they just a wild card. The only time they ever have any success is when they ignore the fact that they have any sort of universe going. So just don't. Just like pretend it's its own little movie. Every time yeah. they try to have a universe, it seems terrible. Like that's why the Batman and the Joker movie are like the only two good things they've done recently. That's true. It's because they're disconnected. Just just throw in that towel and just make single stories. Because I feel like if anything, that makes you a little bit. Like, you're counter-programming what the MCU is doing. Rather than trying to imitate them and fail, you could be doing something different and succeeding. And that way, if people don't like an overarching serialized story, they could go to your movies instead, and you have something else to offer. Yeah. This is all things that they should realize. Uh, Zaslov, the guy who runs Discovery, who took over, uh, is now saying they have a 10-year plan for a shared universe. So, I imagine... I think they'll still stick with the successful one-offs. Like, obviously, The Batman 2 will come out. Joker 2 is confirmed to come out. Um, I feel like they're trying to be Pepsi when they should try to be Dr. Pepper or something. Like, Dr. Pepper isn't, like, trying to be Coke. They're just like, we'll do our own thing. And it's fine. And it's great. And it's great. Although some people really like Pepsi. Some people do, but less than like Coke. (laughs) And probably less than like Dr. Pepper. (laughs) That's probably also true. Yeah. That was the soda corner. Uh, we are here to talk about Marvel. So, do you want? Um, you would watch this Batgirl movie, though, right? So, should we like break into the DC vault and like get this movie? I mean, I get if we broke into a vault to get it, then I'd probably watch it. But that's, <laughs> that's more about the, the adventure. The, I mean, you won't even watch the Batman, which I will. Why, like, I, I don't have anything. I'm not opposed to it. You're also, opposed to sitting still for three hours. That is. Probably true, but maybe I could take some breaks. <laughs> but actually, uh, Ellie is currently at a yoga teacher training thing 
that is okay. like nine hours today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I have yeah. so much time to watch the Batman. Were that <laughs> something you could I watch to it do. six times? Yeah, I could just watch it and watch it and watch it. She's learning to be a yoga teacher. Yeah. Or okay, I see. Um, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Fun skill set. Um, yeah, that's that's a nice skill set to have. Do we have any uh, wedding corner updates or law corner updates before uh, we dive into Marvel? I mean, I had a date, but I think I had a date before. You did have a date before. You have a date for your wedding, and you've set a date for the wedding. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Both. You've covered all definitions of the word date. Yes, I don't think there's any other news. Except, will you have dates? Will you have dates? The food? Uh, I would be surprised. But if, you know, maybe I'll bring a bag just for that great, great joke. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you do. Um. You did uh, ask me to be a groomsman, which I uh, cordially accepted. That yep. was nice. Uh, so I'll be there. We can record a podcast at the wedding. I if mean, you'd like. there is generally some downtime, so who knows what we'll do? I mean, we should just bring the gear in case, right? Right. I mean, it's microphones. Yeah. How hard is that? Yeah, live from Jordan's wedding. Yeah, that's fun. I think I think that that would be uh, I think that that would be a nice. Uh, that's a unique podcast tale. Um, and maybe we'll sick. get the old uh, wedding band back together. That's true. There is speculation because uh, we have played two of our sis- two of the three of our sisters' weddings, mm-hmm. um, and the third sister could not be bothered. Yeah, <laughs> with our uh, you know, uh, and our, that's our fair. jams. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you want if you want a shitty DJ, you can go for that, or you can have uh, the great great wedding band play. How would you handle the first dance song though? Because wasn't was that something we didn't play? I guess, no, the first we dance didn't play first dance songs. No, I think it'd them, be like what we did at my sister's wedding, where it was like, uh, well, one, I think we might hire a band to do our reception, okay, and then cool. and the I don't know if they'll let us, you know, but I just want to use their PA. Like I don't care about I don't want to use any of their instruments, but if we can just use yeah. their mics, yeah, that would be That's... very helpful. Maybe their yeah. drum set. <laughs> that would also be very helpful. Yeah. Uh, Make it a lot you know, easier. For the drummer, uh, who we neither of us play drums, so that's really not our problem. But no. he does always seem to take the longest to set up and break down. Yeah, and he's like carrying stuff all around. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It's he's always like, that... someone should be helping this guy, but we're busy tuning. <laughs> <laughs> we have so much songwriting stuff to talk about. Yeah. And performance and vocals and got to do vocal warm-ups. Mm-hmm. And he's just making all this clicking and clacking in the back. And we're like, hey, pipe down. We're trying to you know, <laughs> be musicians. Quiet down. I can't Mr. hear over Bongos. this racket. It's so loud. <laughs> Ugh. Um, all right. So wedding band confirmed. Podcast confirmed. That's a pretty big wedding update. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. So that's a lot. That's a lot coming at you next July. And it'll be on a farm. Where there are cows, be. which is beef related, full circle. <laughs> hey, full circle. We're gonna do a "Where's the Beef" segment on the live wedding, and it'll pod. be us chasing cows, but just like audio of, of our clothes rustling oh. as we run through a field chasing. I think the beef. people would enjoy listening to that. <laughs> I think that's honestly that might be what people want to hear the most at this point. Now that we've just gone on such a beef tangent, yeah. Just audio of us chasing cows like crazy people do do you think people have skipped the first 45 minutes of this at this point or like just until we talk about marvel or i guess we're only 30 minutes in so i mean only if they they hate fun 
<laughs> do you think our fans hate fun? They're not DC fans. Uh, yeah, I'd be surprised if they hate fun. Yeah, Marvel fans tend to love fun. Yeah. It's kind of what they do. Um, so, the Batgirl movie, uh, we talked about that. Uh, and the fans are rioting. Uh, I just watched DC Super Pets with my friend Nick. Uh, not our aforementioned drummer, who is also mm-hmm. named Nick. Um, but... Uh, my friend Nick is a huge DC fanatic, and he was just like so jealous that I got my I, my Comic Con was like you know oh my god like what a what a crazy line of announcements my universe is thriving everything's great and he gets a Shazam two trailer and a Black Adam trailer and we went to my theater and we watched uh, DC League of Super Pets and he was like I'm very depressed to say that that was the best DC I think DC thing I have seen in years. <laughs> Yeah, no, I like, heard it was surprisingly a good time. Like, more than oh, people yeah, expected. No. It's very fun, but I would rather watch, like, a Marvel movie. Like, yeah. if you're a DC fan and you have to choose between that and Suicide Squad 2016, like, oof. Or, <laughs> that's a that's a, a easy choice. Yeah. Um, so, he, yeah, I just, uh, Shazam 2 and Black Adam seem to be the huge staples and the rock is really trying to become the face of this universe. If uh, Henry Cavill steps down, they're also speculating Henry Cavill might be Mr. Fantastic. Huh? What do you think about that casting? I mean, it sounds fine, mm. but he's really good as Superman. I, it's a shame that he hasn't <laughs> been in any good Superman movies. <laughs> he is a very compelling looking Superman, right? Yeah. Visually, he's very well cast. Yeah. Visually, very well, yes, agreed. Uh, yeah, his Superman movies are not very good, unfortunately. Um, possibly your least favorite being Man of Steel. Yeah, all, all I know is I had a very bad headache by the end of that movie. Did you watch Batman vs. Superman? No. Okay, and you started watching the Snyder Cut, but did not finish Yeah, I made it like 20 minutes in. <laughs> And you quit because you didn't want to commit to four hours, or you weren't enjoying it? Yeah, both. (laughs) I wasn't enjoying it. And it was like the... Man, when you're not enjoying something, and you see the little... uh, The runtime? The runtime bar. Yeah. And making so little progress across it, it is quite the uh, distance. Yeah, I I hear that. I, I can respect that. The Snyder Cut... I will say, like, I had a very good time watching it. It was a Thursday. I had a day off, and I just got a whole bunch of Wendy's and drank some beer and watched a four-hour movie. And real, I mean, the halfway through, there was a moment two hours in where I'm like, this movie's only half over. That's insane that I've watched essentially what is a full-length movie by most standards. Yeah. Uh, and I still have two hours to go. Is there any way they could have split that up? To like a part one, were, part two. Like I'm were just talking, saying in that middle part, is there like a natural ending they could have done? Um, they are t- they were talking about doing a four part miniseries on HBO. Okay, that's not. And then bad. they scrapped that and just released it all at once. Um, one of the people, uh, one of our uh, patrons at the theater, they rented out an entire theater to watch the two disc 4K Snyder cut. Hmm. Uh, which would you pay? $300 to watch the Snyder Cut on the big screen? Would that enhance your experience? You'd have to pay me $300. <laughs> Would like, you do it? If I was paid $300? Yeah. Yeah, then I'd do it. I, 
I, I kind of like this idea. What's the minimum money you would accept me paying you so we watch the Snyder Cut on a big screen and do a podcast after? Oof. Probably at least like $100. Just to, $100? To you do it for 100 Travel and, you know, time. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't factor in travel. I'm assuming when we do this, we are just coincidentally oh. in, uh, in the same town. You don't have to travel to do this. Okay. Well, that's still $100. <laughs> <laughs> okay still still gouging yeah um well i mean you know. you know i mean it's it's one of those things that i'm trying to discourage it i really want to watch you watch the snyder cut that would just be something because hmm. it is maybe we can sell tickets the worst thing to some chairs that are facing me yeah and so then no, you, I, they you sell the ticket to watch jordan watch the snyder cut so they're looking at me. I'm looking at the screen, and then you yeah. make your hundred dollars. That I I think fans would do that. Watch I a think, man become uh, slowly disappointed for four hours. <laughs> it's kind of like a performance art piece. I don't think there's going to be anything slow about your disappointment, but I do think watch that... a man quickly become disappointed and slowly come to the realization of how long he will have to stay that way. <laughs> <laughs> I think people would buy this would buy this idea. Yeah. Um, but then toward and the end, know, I start to my mood starts to improve because I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So that'll yeah. be satisfying. When you get your wedding uh, guest list, like locked and loaded, I'm just going to add an addendum to all these addresses. I'll send out like a fun Marvel sucks itinerary mm-hmm. or uh, uh, what's the word? Fuck, not itinerary. Uh, you know, stationary. Okay. Um, a nice a nice letter envelope all dressed up Marvel sucks versus no, it doesn't. And like. Just pitch this idea to everyone at the wedding. Like the night before the wedding, uh, we will do be doing this four-hour screening. Cut. Right, <laughs> at, right after the rehearsal dinner, we are heading straight to a local theater, which we all will have rented out a room. Mm-hmm. How's the theater scene in uh, the farm town where we're going? Uh, you'd have to drive to Hickson. <laughs> how far is that? Because there's nothing in Dunlap, which is where how, the How far is. is that? Ten minutes? Five minutes? Oh, it's like... You know, 35, 40 minutes. Hmm. So not far. You just have to drive over the mountain. Okay. I've driven over mountains before. Yeah. Uh, so then I'll you just know add, the drill. I'll, I'll send this to the guest, guest list and, you know, everyone will be super into the idea. And just watch you watch the Snyder Cut for four hours and then we'll do a live pod. Wow. So that's like kind of a idea. six hour event after the rehearsal dinner. That is true. So you will be up late the night before your wedding. Right. But I mean, you know, I mean, you ceremony, ceremony's sleep, not going to be that early. I can sleep in a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can sleep. Like, what's it, a 5 p.m. wedding? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, you can wake up at like 3 p.m. and get there. <laughs> Still get there on time. Hmm. Um, so that was our Snyder Cut wedding corner. Uh, I Actually, one more follow-up question. <laughs> okay. Are you, would you be more likely... To watch the Snyder Cut or rewatch the Incredible Hulk? Mm, probably the Incredible Hulk because it is shorter. That is true, but you know what you're getting into. What if you ended up liking the Snyder Cut? Hmm. Could you imagine? It just seems unlikely. Not because it's like going to be terrible, but it's just, you know, it's not your cup of tea. Well, and I just it requires a level of patience. I think. Oh, yeah, four hours, you think? Yeah, I do. <laughs> that's, that's a long time. That's 
every time I'm in a car now, like, especially since I drove to and from the beach, like, when I hit a four-hour mark, I'm like, I could watch the entire Snyder Cut Justice League and be home. Yeah, I'm going to drive when, seven hours tomorrow, so maybe I'll watch the Justice League then. That's safe, right? Tomorrow? I'm going to the I'm, beach. I'm, oh, that's right. I'm going you to Gulf going Shores. To Where's Gulf Shores? Alabama. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know you had beaches down there. Just that, just that little tiny bit that touches the water. Is it the, the Gulf? Yeah. Okay. It is. Uh, that makes sense because it's landlocked otherwise. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to uh, Florida Beach or Georgia Beach. Um, that's exciting. Could be in Are Florida. You get I don't know. Work, it's work like on your uh, panhandle. Yeah, you're touching it. Yeah. I guess, but then you'd be in Florida. Yeah. I, I don't know where exactly this is, but it's in that general area. It is the part of the beach that is near Alabama. Don't know if it's technically, like, because... You've never been here? Uh, I mean, I did when I was a child. I haven't been there as an adult. Why are you returning now? What is the special occasion? Uh, my parents rented out a house for a week, so... Oh, so the whole family. Yeah, and my sister and her family. It is going well, to that's be... what I assume. That they are included in the family. Okay, well, <laughs> then yes. <laughs> the, the, the whole family. Um, that sounds exciting. Is this the first uh, full family beach trip since you've been engaged? Yes. Well, I guess it would have to be, right? Because you haven't been engaged long enough to go to the beach. Because uh, you usually go to the beach in the summer, and your engagement happened in the winter. Well, it happened in April. Okay, it happened in the spring, which also not ideal. Yes, but summer. certainly it was after last summer. <laughs> Glad we got to the bottom of that. Um, I feel I feel like the listeners are kind of losing their mind at this point. Yeah, They're like, no, oh this my is a very God. frustrating episode. This is a very frustrating for them. Uh, but I think I think they're into the Snyder Cut idea. Yeah. Our Marvel fans love the Snyder Cut. I think more, more, mostly what fans really want is to just see you angry again. They haven't seen you angry in a long time. And since Phase 4 started, we've really been agreeing on almost everything. Yeah, which hasn't mean which is a, it's not that we've been solely positive, but there hasn't been anything that has been uh, terrible. There hasn't been any draft, because even like the oddballs like Eternals, both of us thought the same, like that was pretty good. And Black Widow, like that should have come out 10 years ago. Like it's... It's been pretty. That much was the closest I've been to Mad, I think, and I wasn't. Black I wasn't Widow. that close to Mad, but it was just like that yeah. was. I think if I was to rewatch it, I might actually be mad at that movie. I still think there'll <laughs> so, be parts of it that I enjoyed, but I don't know. The more I think about that movie, the less I like it. Fun fact. Uh, well, this is related. I literally during my Marvel rewatch uh, just rewatched Black Widow for the first time since the one time I saw it in theaters this past Wednesday. Yes. What'd you think? Uh, it dropped in my overall rank. <laughs> <laughs> it went down. I think the um, main thing that had going for it was the first movie that had been out in a while for Marvel, right? Exactly. It, but that, it was so I go into the theaters yeah. and I see the ti- the Marvel title crawl, and boy, like if it didn't have that. Also, this movie is very good if you put it in Phase Two. It is not a good Phase Four movie. Yeah, it's got like Winter Soldier energy. Yeah, no, it's great. It would have been a, a ma- it might have been the best Phase One movie aside from Avengers or Iron Man. Like it's certainly better. Where did I? It dropped down. Um, I'm gonna pull up my list real quick because I have the ranking sheet, um, and I gave it four out of six Avengers on this show, and then I think I gave it three out of five or three and a half um, in you know conventional rating. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this oops my list uh my this is number now number 31 of 35 wow yeah so it dropped down i conceded that i like the dark world more (laughs) and i also like ant-man one more but i still like black widow more than ant-man and the wasp okay so that's kind of what we're... And also, this is subject to change. I feel like maybe if I was in a better mood, I would enjoy it more. Once I realized what I was into with Black Widow, like, I I was kind of along for the ride. Like, it is a good action movie. I, I, I like the casting. I like... Oh, casting's very David good. David Harbour and yeah. uh, the girl who's... Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Yeah. And there were some okay action scenes in it, but, like... There was, I don't know, maybe a, an hour of enjoyment out of the two hours, and that's not a good hit rate. That's not the best hit rating. Because uh, I went into this, you know, Taskmaster is a really cool villain, but then the first time I watched it, I'm like, oh shit, Taskmaster, awesome. And then, God, at the end of this movie, they just nerfed Taskmaster. Like, the character is like the tortured daughter of the Black Widow ringleader which is not true to the comics, and I usually don't care. Like, I like the fact that they made a super inclusive Eternals team that wasn't, like, ten white guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually I don't ma- mind when they change from the, the subject, or the, you know, the original character in the comic. But boy, did they ruin Taskmaster for me, I gotta say. And maybe it was just because also yeah, Taskmaster I mean, was it, not that good a villain in this movie. Yeah, I, I think it's fine mm. if they change things, but they have to know that they still will be compared to whatever the thing was. And if you fall far yes. short of it, then your decision to change will be a little bit suspect. If you change yes. and it's better, then that's fine. Oh, for sure. Yeah, which they do more often than not. Yeah, and I'm I sure there say. are some purists in the Marvel fandom that just any change at all is unacceptable. But those people yeah. you're never going to please. That's true. They're just the comic imagine, book guy from The Simpsons. Yeah, I would imagine there's more of those in the DC fandom, it seems. Yeah. Although, it's weird, because Batman has guns in uh, Batman vs. Superman, and he's literally shooting people, and the fans seem to eat that shit up. Or the loud minority on the internet yeah. ate that shit up. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Black Widow. Um, other than that, we've been agreeing. Everything. Like, we both... We've, we, I don't think we've been... I'm looking at the rankings right now, and I think we talked about this last time, but our biggest like discrepancy is Moon Knight. Right. Which I gave a four and a half, and you gave a three, and only because you didn't finish it. Which is a um, bad mark against it, admittedly. Yes. Oh, for sure. Um, and I might drop that from a four, five, possibly. Um, but we'll have to see. All right, we got to talk about these, these upcoming properties. About- so, um, they are now coining this saga. The first uh, three phases are the Infinity Saga, mm-hmm. and they are now calling this the Multiverse Saga. That started with Black Widow, which was such a weird start to this franchise. Yeah, I, also, I think they'll just like uh, kind of historically uh, ignore that. Because <laughs> Loki, I, I guess really a lot of the beginning of Phase 4 is closure. Um, yeah. Like... WandaVision uh, and Falcon Winter Soldier. It's tying up the loose ends of Endgame that were not really addressed, uh, as well as Black Widow. Um, but then Loki is really the, the true start to Phase 4. Right. Because you get Kang the Conqueror, who is theoretically going to be the main villain of 
uh, I mean, he has to be. He's uh, the yeah. multiverse. Guy. I hope so. He's oh yeah, and like they introduce him at the end of Loki. Loki introduces the multiverse that has only been teased at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. It, Loki Loki's amazing. I rewatched Loki right before Black Widow because that's how it comes up in release order, and I loved it. It's amazing. It holds up. I think I gave it five stars. That went up in my rating, and Black Widow went down. Yeah. Which, you know, probably tracks with most fans. Um, so, this is the multiverse saga. That's not they surprising. That's, that's, you know, what yeah. else was it going to be? Yeah, it would have to be. Uh, multiverse related. I don't know what they do after this, though. I guess, because I imagine Doctor Doom and Galactus would be the big bad in the next saga, whatever that may be. I don't know. I could um, see. I, I feel like after Infinity War and then the you know, multiverse saga seems like kind of a one upy kind of thing. Like now it's bigger than even a single universe. It's all the yeah, universes. Where do, I think after that you gotta like. Th- it has to end with such a climax that. that it's like a pyrrhic victory. That that like the good guys have won, but at some great cost that has made it so you're not gonna have as powerful heroes for a little while, and everyone's regrouping and doing little fights. And then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Eventually, at some point, you have to scale back up. But it's like, oh, well, we're doing like a a universe fight again? Just a single universe? Yeah. <clears throat> Not, there's it no multiverse. Does seem, <laughs> that, that does seem smaller. Yeah. But we did ask. Well, when we did our Infinity War episode, you brought up, how can it get more intense than this? The fate of the universe is at stake. He deleted 50% of the universe. How can it get bigger? And then it got bigger. Now there are more than one universe. Yeah, but you can't just be like, and now there's even doubler that amount of universes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Infinite universes is hard to top. Yeah. But I imagine they're going to do it. Mm. What, 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 like, could you remove time or whatever? Like, delete time? Is that something? I don't, I don't know. This is why we're not being paid top dollar uh, by the Feigster himself to write this stuff. Even though I would love to be part of this and you know kevin feige we're always open to pitch ideas have you bounce ideas off of us that's also acceptable of course i feel like i feel like we could really make your next saga really thrive i mean it feels like at this point they should just kind of run everything by us get our stamp and then make well, it the you know that's the thing we like all of the good ones we like exactly all of the and all i'm the sure we'll be able to do that not just retroactively but proactively Exactly. A hundred percent. There's no way that we that wouldn't be the case. This is free um, money, Feige. <laughs> yeah, we're we're just printing it for you. Just, Disney, just what you need, more money. <laughs> and then they go um, back and listen to our episode where we pitched the Spider Man pandemic <laughs> movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> Spider Man stay home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, still could still happen. That idea is still on the table, Feige. Yeah, I bet he's still kicking himself. They didn't come up with that. I, Instead, I did like... this multiverse crossover with all the Spider-Mans that made a billion dollars. Well, I, I think I would have to look back at that script, but I was pretty spot on with a lot of it. Because, I mean, Daredevil was the lawyer, which I pitched in our movie. Um, and Yeah, we should be getting points like... on this thing. I know, we really should. I, at least as much I, as Sony, because Sony's actively inhibiting their success. <laughs> We're at least, like, neutral. <laughs> We <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> Sony released. What do you think's worse, Sony releasing Morbius in theaters twice, or DC deleting Batgirl from existence? 
What man. do you think is worse for the brand of each? Uh, Morbius is so funny. Like, not the movie <laughs> or anything intentional, but accidentally is so funny. Batgirl just seems, yeah. like, dumb, and it seems kind of bureaucratic. It just felt like it got chewed up in the cogs of the machine. That's less funny <laughs> but do you think, than Sony getting suckered in by the internet, like, oh, they like us. They really like us. And they put it back out, and they're just like, no, you idiots. We were making do, fun do you, of you. <laughs> do you think being a laughing stock is good for a billion-dollar company's image? Uh I, I should hope not, but it might be. It might be one of those no such thing as bad publicity type things. Which do you think hurts the stocks more of these companies? Which of these events? Honestly, they Someone should both be tightening. fine. Sony's got a lot of other stuff going on. Their movies are is just a you know small part of what they're doing. Well, I mean, so does Warner Brothers. Yeah, but like Sony's like making, like they make, you know, PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> they do. <laughs> You're not wrong. Making a lot with those PS5s. Um, should we talk about the multiverse saga? We really, really should. <laughs> All right. Let's let's. Do you have anything else to say about beef before we die? Dive into it. Before we die. Yeah, I meant I. My before voice, we beef I just, it. I choked up before we beef. <laughs> we it. beef this mortal coil <laughs> before we go to the big beef in the sky. Yeah. Okay. No. Um. All right. Let's go. She-Hulk, attorney at law is going to be that and Black Panther are the end of phase four. Yes. Which Black Panther I haven't seen it obviously, but I feel like that's gonna be a really good place to end yes. it because Well we had that whole uh, discussion about what makes a good phase ender. And I think that yes. they have actually come up with a answer to that that at least on paper looks good. That feels like a place where you could end a phase. Yes. It's gonna have a lot of closure because it they were forced to have closure in it. Yes, absolutely. Originally, it was supposed to be Thor, Love, and Thunder was the end of Phase 4, which I don't think is a good phase ender. Um, but Black Panther seems more fitting. Haven't seen it. Going to have to reserve judgment. But I think that will be the way to go. Also, starting with Mania as a Phase 5 start, you get Kang in there again. And he's going to be the big threat for the next two Wait, what's Mania? Ant-Man and the oh, Lost okay, Quantumania. Yeah. Ant-Man. Um, which I will get to shortly. So She-Hulk, they released a She-Hulk trailer. I am surprised how excited I am for She-Hulk. Like, they're... I, I, I know I don't want to get too excited, but I'm like, this could be like WandaVision Loki good. My fear for it is that it's going to have the same thing we talked about in Miss Marvel, where it feels like I want... Because it sounds like kind of a goofy, silly premise... Yeah. That I feel like is going True. to, you're going to have that six episode runtime and it's going to feel like too long to be a movie, too short to be a TV show. So I'm hoping this is like Loki where I didn't feel that. Sure. But also, my favorite part of these things, and also this one's going to be nine episodes, I think, which makes it longer. Yeah, that's good. That makes it maybe have more of a sitcom feel, which is, given the title, that just sounds like it could yeah. be a good sitcom kind of fun. Time. Yeah, and my favorite thing about all of these things, these properties, these shows and movies, is when all the whole bu- everyone meets up and hangs out. So she's gonna Daredevil is playing a big part in this series. She says there's gonna be a whole bunch of other fun cameos. Bruce Banner. This is the first, other than Hawkeye, this is the first OG Avenger to be in a TV show. Yep, and it makes a lot um, of sense. It does. Um, he's gonna be good. Tim Roth is coming back as the Abomination wow. for the first time since 2008. 
that if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what. I'm will. shaking in my chair, <laughs> out of anticipation yeah. or frustration. I can't tell. I'm just cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, Secret Invasion is coming spring 2023. Is this a show or a movie? That is the show. Samuel L. Jackson playing the right. Uh, okay, the scroll guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Sorry, no, the scroller. He's interacting with all the scrolls. Right. Uh, and they are s- hyping this up to be like the biggest TV show, just with all the cameos and stuff. Mm. Uh, this, I think, I it could be as good as Loki. I, I, I'm, I'm too excited. It, this whole panel is just so exciting. The premise is such that it could be very twisty and turny, and that yes. is. That's kind of the same reason Loki was good, is because that was very twisty and turny, which is what kept it kind of fresh over the six episodes. Even well, WandaVision was a little bit like that, because you started with that mystery. Yes. And theoretically, they're also going to explore... It's going to be like an endgame situation where you have the time heist, and you can go back to all these former properties, which I also really love. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do that, because clearly uh, Samuel Jackson and Maria Hill, uh, Nick Fury <laughs> and Maria mm-hmm. Hill were not uh, humans the entire time. They were scrolls. When were they scrolls? Who did they interact with as scrolls? Who else was scrolls? <laughs> There's so many questions I have. Yeah. And I think that this show is going to answer those, and I'm very excited for that. Um, then we have Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania, uh, which is the first movie, arrives February 17th, 2023. I hope it finally very- comes together for them. I would love, because Ant-Man, <laughs> love Paul Rudd. And and yeah. they have so oh, they have good so bits good. in there, but they the movie yeah. never seems to quite all come together. But maybe this is the yeah. one. Peyton Reed says this is a much darker iteration of Ant Man, of the Ant Man franchise. Interesting. Hard to say if that makes me feel is more or, or yeah. Less. <laughs> <laughs> um, but fans did get to see a trailer, um, which did not go online. It was just a Comic-Con exclusive. Um, and they described the trailer online. Uh, Cassie, Ant-Man's daughter, goes into the quantum realm. They all have to go save her. Janet Van Dyne helps uh, go to the helps guide them through the quantum realm since she was stuck in there for 40 years mm-hmm. or something. Um, Bill Murray plays a king of a quantum realm people, apparently. That's fun. That's yeah. bizarre. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Could be interesting. Um, and Modoc is also in it, who has been teased to be played by right. Corey Stoll. Yeah, we talked about that. But now I've also heard a rumor that Jim Carrey is going to play him. The guy from Sonic? <laughs> yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog fame, Jim Carrey. Huh. It'd, yeah, be it'd be interesting to interesting. see him in something else. Yeah, he's so Doctor really, Robotnik in my head. <laughs> yeah, it's really the only thing he can yeah. do. I want to see this guy's range. Yeah. Jim Carrey, um, you said. Jim Carrey. Qu- Quantum Mania. Um, they show an interaction between Ant Man and Kang, uh, to which Ant Man says, "I'm an Avenger," and Kang's like, "Oh, you're an Avenger? Did I kill you before?" <laughs> uh, implying multiverse, which is a pretty cool line for Kang to say. Yeah. I'm that got me pretty hype. Um, so yeah, I and also there was like. There's there's some photo screenshots or whatever of the trailer and Paul Rudd is like touring. He he wrote a book about being an adventure and it's 
called something like Don't Rule Out the Little Guy. And he's just doing like a book tour and hyping up his book. I, I think that's a fun yeah. idea. Um, that could be a very Paul Rudd thing. Um, so as we have mentioned several times on this podcast, boy, do I hope <laughs> that this movie's good. One, because Kang is a force to be reckoned with and he's like the, the face of the enemy for so many more movies. Uh, although the one thing I will say they have going for them is there's uh, many Kangs. So if you screw up this iteration of Kang, you say that was a different Kang. Multiverse. I don't know who that yeah. was. That wasn't the cool that one. Was a different that was Kang. lame Kang. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he who remains at the end of Loki mentions when he pitched the multiversal war, he's going to have like five of, at least five of these guys who all like try to rule the other universes. Hmm. Uh, which I really like. I like the idea of that. I hope they all um, have different and, uh, facial hair. Like there's a mustache one, a goatee one. Oh, yeah. No, they're going to look slightly different. Yeah. Um, God, I, I am most excited for this movie out of the next two years, I, I believe. But based on how I have felt about the last two Ant-Man movies compared to the rest of the Yeah, it's got you Marvel, shaking in your boots a little bit. Oh, jeez. I really, really want it to be great. And it has so many reasons to be great. Uh, so Peyton Reed, maybe it's let's stick stick the landing just like you did in your cheerleading movies. Ant Man Ragnarok. Yeah, no, that's what I want. That's what I hope. And then it'll be so good they'll be like, all right, I guess we need to make Ant Man four because everyone loved three so much. But but the crazy thing yeah. is, a whole bunch of people love Ant Man one and two. Like love, them. I, and I do think there are things to enjoy about them. I just think if you if you think about them as the whole movie that they were, they're less fun. Like if you just think of Michael Pena doing ha- that funny bit that he oh, does yeah. in both. Exactly. I, like I can see thinking back to that. I'm like, oh yeah, I liked Ant-Man. But then you yeah. sit down and watch Ant-Man and it's like, yeah. oh yeah, that was just a scene. <laughs> I, a lot of these people have not seen Ant-Man and the Wasp eight times like myself. Yeah. And it really shows. <laughs> That's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, no, I believe it. Um. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will be May 5th, 2023. This movie was supposed to come out in 2020, so it is three years late because of the whole James Gunn debacle mm-hmm. and COVID. Um, but we're finally getting it. The band is back together, uh, and the guy with the punchable face in Midsummer is playing Adam Warlock. I don't know if we've mentioned that on the podcast. Hmm. Um, could be a good casting. I think it'll be yeah. good. Um, this movie's going to be great. James Gunn has described it as like, it's definitely the end to this, uh, character's saga. Um, all that stuff. Uh, and, uh, he says it's going to be like really sad and all the, the fans are, uh, like going to really appreciate the finality that he gives these characters arcs. Sounds good to me. Um, yeah, I, I, I have the utmost faith. Like, Guardians 1 is a top top 10 Marvel movie. Guardians 2 has the sequel problem a bit, yeah. as we've mentioned. But it does mention that Brandy is the greatest human thing ever created, which gives it massive bonus points. If Ant-Man had anything remotely like that... Like, Speaking of Brandy, have you been okay, watching Better Call Saul? Oh boy, have I. In the last episode, he did karaoke to Brandy. He did. He sure did. And I was like, hey, look at that. That was less of a wink. Honestly, I don't want to see Brandy in media after Guardians of the Galaxy it's honestly, 2. Honestly, it's, it's too never, much now. It, it will never beat that. 
me and you sitting in a theater with our pre-established love of Brandy and them saying, uh, and you know, he, Kurt Russell basically winked at us (laughs) like in the, in the theater. It was insane, (laughs) which we've talked about several times on the podcast. We don't need to go back into it. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, uh, coming out May 2023. Um, what else we got? Next up is... Oh, well, I guess I skipped Wakanda Forever, but that is coming we out We talked about soon. it. We did briefly talk about it. Uh, that trailer uh, came out. That was a really, really good trailer. Don't know if you've seen Not it. Not a little bit. Haven't even uh, seen a thumbnail. Okay. It, the trailer looks very compelling. Um, it's just basically the people of Wakanda grieving and fighting off the world as they try to take over their country after the death of their king. Um, also, Namor is the villain, as finally confirmed. Uh, Namor, the basically Marvel's Aquaman. Okay. They're also speculating that Doctor Doom is in this movie, and they've already cast the guy, and they have filmed his scenes, and he has like a teaser at the huh. end. Um. Which I don't. Apparently, him and Namor have beef in the comics. Mm, speaking of speaking. beef, uh, so that could be the connection to this movie. That just seems like a weird pay- place to introduce Doctor Doom. Yeah, uh, but you know, who's to say? Um, so that could be cool. Uh, I, I'm excited for this movie. I like Black Panther one a lot. Um, yeah, I, I think that's all that needs to be said. You should watch the trailer. It's very good. I'll watch the movie. How's that for a trailer? <laughs> it also, it was weird because this movie comes out a month before uh-huh. the first Avatar sequel, the first of many Avatar sequels. Oh, God. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to see do, those. I just... We still need to do our Avatar sucks versus no shit episode. <laughs> but I don't want to have to see these movies to do that. I know. Like, I that just, is, I can't. That is I can't support. a real rub. Like, well, that's the thing. I can watch them for free, and I don't even know if I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel bad even torrenting them because I feel like they would be like, well, at least people are watching it. <laughs> and people are going to watch it. Tons will. But I don't want to be part of it. Oh, yeah. Nobody wants that. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I, four sequels. Four sequels to that dumb movie. Yeah. He's, he's got to be off his rocker. Like, are, there's... Ugh, I, I, we... We'll save it for an Avatar episode. Mm. We will save it. Um, Echo, who is... Uh, that's the Disney Plus show to uh, reprise her role. Maya Lopez, um, uh, who is in Hawkeye, if right, you recall. Right, yeah, no, I know. I have um, a memory of Kingpin. some sort. Okay, good. Uh, an echo of a memory, if you will. <laughs> sure. Um, so that is coming out summer 2023. Uh, Kingpin, Vincent D'Onofrio himself, is said to reprise his role as the Kingpin in that show, which I'm excited for, uh, and I just think it's going to be really solid, based on everything we found out about her character in Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah Wait, so that's good. its looks own good. show? That is its own show. Okay. That sound. I'm, um, I'm lukewarm to that, but, you know, I'll probably watch it. I imagine it'll be, like... A Miss Marvel. Yeah, I mean, it, I, it, it definitely feels that level. To Hawkeye. Yeah. Really, anytime they're in New York and have a chance to do the street level, like interact with Kingpin and Daredevil, I'm very into it. Yeah. I'm less so. Uh, for obvious but... reasons. Okay. 
one of these announcements I think is going to blow your mind. <laughs> but I don't know if it's going to be a good way or a bad okay, way. Okay, I'm excited. Um, <laughs> Loki Season 2, that's not the thing I was talking <gasps> about just now. Uh, Loki Season 2, Summer 2023. Okay. Which, uh, it's going to be great. Like, I, I don't know... The only thing is it's hard to live up to season one because it's so perfect. Um, but Chris Hemsworth has already filmed a cameo as Thor in season two. So right. that's nice at least. I mean, I just, it's one of those things where it's like they wouldn't be doing it if they didn't have a good idea for it. I feel like it, it seems like they, cause they could have, I don't know. It definitely won't be bad. Yeah. I just, that's, that's I think bad, I think like, uh, Guardians 2. Like, will this be a Guardians 2 situation where the first one is the best thing ever, and then the second one's like, ah. Yeah, a little good. bit of a letdown. That's kind of how yeah, Thor felt, too, like, a little bit. Thor 4, that is. Compared to Thor Ragnarok. 4. Yes. I would say bit, it was a, a slightly... Christian. I don't know. That I think they're pretty comparable. The the drop-off between Guardians 1 and 2 and Thor 3 and 4. Um, yeah. I, that's probably... Probably about accurate. I think I ranked them similarly. Mm-hmm. Um, in my, I put Thor at number nineteen, and I put Guardians two. Oh, Guardians two is twenty six. But I have rewatched that more than I've rewatched Thor. So time will tell. It's still got Brandy. Um, it's boy does it. That's what I'm. That's what keeps it above everything else. Um, Blade, Maharshala Ali. Starring in Blade, November 3rd, 2023. Okay. Uh, very excited for a Marharshala Ali Blade movie. I think that's awesome. I, Great casting. I think... They've been hyping up this movie for four years. I think point. the fact that I've watched the other three Blade movies... Ma- will Yes, help. will make me more excited <laughs> for it. Uh, do you think you will like this more? Yes, almost certainly. Um, well, I mean, like, in terms of being an actually good movie. Like, those movies were campy and kind of fun... Yeah. So I don't know if yes. it'll be that. I mean, I don't think it'll be that tone or anything like that. But do you do you think that there will be as good a group in Blade as the Blood Pack from Blade Two? <laughs> if you remember the Blood Pack, yeah, there probably will be. I, I mean, my favorite wow. part about Blade is just like the weird effects and leather of it all. It is very of its yes. time. That's what makes it so 1, charming. One thousand percent. Yeah. I think if I had seen it 10 years ago, I would have liked it a lot less because that time wouldn't have been so far away. was surrounding you yeah. at all. Yeah, it was surrounding you at all times. Kind of like The Matrix. I just rewatched The Matrix the mm-hmm. other day and uh, lots of new metal and tight leather stuff. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Um, so what's next? Ironheart okay. is next, uh, and Riri Williams, who plays Ironheart. Um, Ironheart is basically the Young Avenger version of Iron Man. Okay. Uh, so so is she, it going to be some, like, Stark Lab uh, assistant? She, I think, I don't know if she's from Wakanda. She will be in Wakanda forever, so she has some connection to Wakanda. But she basically uses Wakandan technology to recreate the Iron Man suit. and kind Gotcha, of okay. Okay legacy of iron man it's interesting that that'll be a i'm assuming a different character than his sister who very much also has that vibe to her of being a techie or yes it will be a different character than her because that, that just seems like such a natural thing for that like that character if they wanted to could make an iron man suit yes definitely um yeah this will be i i assume they'll be friends in the movie but uh maybe they'll be rivals that'd be fun 
Like, remember in Dexter, there was that other kid genius that he was a rival with? Oh, I thought you were talking about the serial killer. No, I mean the cartoon. (laughs) Mandrake. Yeah, I do vaguely remember Mandrake. (laughs) I've spent a lot more time watching the serial killer Dexter than Dexter's laboratory. Um, And these shows at this point we don't know much about because they're so far out, but Ironheart will be out fall 2023. Look forward to meeting that character in Wakanda forever. Um, then, winter 2023, we have Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Yeah, that um, seems, that's an interesting... It is very interesting. It's like, what are they like, going to do with that character? And who will, who will be mean, the villain? Is she still the villain? Or was, is she I good imagine now? they'll, I imagine they'll do like a past thing, like, because she's been alive for 400 mm. years. And they'll just do a lot of past stuff, like what witches were up to in the past 400 years I like years that, that's stuff. fun. Uh, I imagine, but I have no idea. I don't think the writers, it's been written or anything. <laughs> like, they don't even. Yeah. Um, They're scrambling to figure out, like, what can this be about? They're reading uh, yeah. whatever that book was. Well, they're, just, they're just, like, listening to Agatha all along over and over again to get inspiration. Uh, um, but, hey, if Scarlet Witch shows up again, I'm all for it. Because anytime she is on screen, I am super stoked. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen. All right. The biggest, most exciting announcement, in my opinion. Are you ready? Yeah. Daredevil, born again. Oh, so he's, he's a Christian in this one. <laughs> well, there is a popular comic run. He's always been Catholic. That's his whole thing. Uh, well, but born again's like a Protestant thing. <laughs> There's a comic run called Born Again, and it is his most probably iconic Daredevil run, I think. Um but it's basically about, um, well, I don't need to get into the whole semantics of Born Again. But I'm, I think they're using this title because, much like Spider-Man Homecoming, like, oh, this character is ours again. Right. We're going to do the thing. Which is weird because Daredevil Season 3 on Netflix basically did their own version of the Born Again comic. Interesting. Um, I have, I have so a yes. completely unrelated tangent, briefly. Do okay. you know the musician okay, Alex Cameron? No. He does. Uh, he has some stuff with Brandon Flowers. Oh, okay. The killers. Yeah, he, he writes kind of like this, uh, he, like pop, catchy, hooky music. Um, but it's all from the perspective like of this weird, hooky. jaded rock star. Is kind of his shtick. Okay. Um, so it's kind of like uh, the lyrics are often kind of gross, like a burnt out guy who's a little bitter. But it's all a character that he's playing while singing these catchy songs. Anyway, he has one song that the chorus is Mm -hmm. far from born again. She's doing porn again. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I was thinking while you were talking about this movie. That's not uh... far from porn again or born again. She's doing porn again. Yeah. That seems clumsier than most of Brendan Flowers lyrics. Well, I mean, he's not singing. That but he works. He does like of... production or something for this guy sometimes. Oh, okay. So they're not related like musically. Like they're just by like work related. Like they don't write songs together. Well, they've been. Or... He he has done tracks with them and they've toured together. As a, like like as he okay. he opened for Brandon Flowers. Far from born again. She's doing that. Just reminds me for whatever reason the. Oh God! What that uh, John Mellencamp song. Sucking on chili dogs outside a tasty freeze. Yeah, it's like an insane. This lyric removes me from the song. 
Well, I mean, that's like, like literally the chorus. The whole song is about that. Why are you sucking on a chili dog? <laughs> well, not that part. I'm talking about the Alex Cameron's. Okay, well, that's also, yeah, not I, You'd probably like that song. It's pretty catchy. I know, but then I'd be thinking about the freaking... All right, anyway. Far from Born uh, Again. I don't, I don't, why did you make this tangent when I'm talking about Daredevil, Born Again? Because it it's, has the same words, <laughs> and you know it does. But you're... <laughs> but uh, Daredevil, like, are you excited to finally watch the Disney Plus version of a Netflix show you gave one chance, and not even a full chance? You watched a scene with me and said, this is dumb? <laughs> uh, I like how fickle I am, that's funny. Uh <laughs> I, I, you know, whatever. We'll see. It, I, imagine it's so good that I go back and watch the Netflix Daredevil stuff. God, that's my dream. Also, all right, so the biggest news, Daredevil Born Again is going to be 18 episodes long. Wow. Which is, you'll have a new, you'll have Daredevil content every week for four and a half weeks, or four and a half months. I like that it's like more which, of a show. Instead of yeah, just a weird serialized episodes? movie. Think of... Oh, man. I'm so excited. Like, you can do I, whole plot arcs. There can be many plot arcs yeah. within there and an overarching one. Yeah. Wow. It's going to be great. Charlie Cox is back. Vincent D'Onofrio is back. I assume the rest of the gang is back. His buddy Foggy from your favorite movie, Butterfly Effect. I do think it's funny that um, I am more excited about a longer show, even though... As we've established on this very podcast, I don't have the attention span for long things. And you don't like Daredevil yeah. already. Like, you don't like the IP that this is... And yet, from, I, I would be is... less excited if it was six episodes. I am. I love that. I love that that is your yeah. take. That's very exciting. Um, all right. Uh, following that is Captain America New World Order. Captain America 4. Um, A movie. Sam Wilson... It is a movie. Sam Wilson will reprise his role as Captain America. Um, That's going to be the summer summer blockbuster in 2024. Uh, Directed by the guy who made the Cloverfield Paradox, which is not amazing. Hmm. Um, But he also made uh, the movie Loose, which I don't know if you've seen. Very good. Just watched that a couple months ago when I found out about this news. Um, Because they attached him to direct a while ago, but... Now they have a name, Captain America, New World Order. So, you know, I think I'm, I'm We're starting to get to the point where it's far out enough that it's like, I don't have any... Like, I, the story I hasn't picks. led us there yet. Like, at some point, it, sure. it, there'll be, like, threads leading into what that will be, but... Well, just wait till you get to the end. Mm. Uh, next up, in July 26, 2024, we have the Thunderbolts movie, which is uh, Elaine from Seinfeld, right. her uh, ragtag group her crew, which uh, could include Abomination, Taskmaster. It's interesting they're setting uh, this up at the same time. There's also this multiverse saga going on because they feel kind of small potatoes in comparison to that. It feels like there's something for the Avengers to do in the meantime while everyone's scaling yeah. up to the multiverse. It seems like... Well, think of how many Avengers there are at yeah. this point. I feel like, like they're like a phase uh, five you know, thing before... Because well, I, I guess we have four, five, and six... And then six will end? Uh, or wait, no. Six will theoretically end. They just announced phase five and a little of phase right. six. Right, but theoretically phase six would end the multiverse saga. But it feels like it's happening slower than that. Maybe it'll be seven. 
Um, well, I don't know. It's just there's so much content. So already by the end of this saga, you're going to have like 20 more movies and TV shows than the Infinity Saga had. Well, what Avengers do we have coming up? Is this something you're about to talk about? Okay. I am. I Boy, am I. And it's it's big news. Um, which I think I already texted you, that there's two Avengers movies at the end of this. But, uh, you know, we'll get to that. Uh, Thunderbolts looks good. Very exciting. Um, November 8th, 2024, they have finally locked in a date for the Fantastic Four movie. Oh. Um, and they are apparently looking for 20 to 30-year-olds to cast as the titular team. Wow. Um, so no more John Krasinski or any of that. He, he had his time. He became a spaghetti But man, we have a shot is what you're saying because we're in that age range. Uh, oh, you yeah. and me? Oh, absolutely. Who do you want to play? Uh, invisible. The Invisible yeah. Woman. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna, I have always wanted to be... Uh, because it doesn't matter that I'm not a torch. woman because they won't be able to see me. That's true. If you are invisible the whole time, do you think they'll do like a Brad Pitt in Deadpool 2 where the character is invisible the whole time and it's actually like Daniel Day-Lewis? That'd be pretty good. Or it could be Jordan Peoples. <laughs> it could be It Jordan is me, Peoples, the invisible woman. Well. See, that's my, that's kind of my audition tape. And I can't see you right now, so that, that totally works. I know. You can um, sense how I would be in that role. Yeah. This, I'm just hearing you. I'm not seeing you. That is exactly what I expect from an invisible person. Hey, guys. We need to uh, stop the bad guy and do good. Force field. Blah. She also does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, May 2nd. This is phase six. We're in phase six now. Um, but... There's going to be several things that have not announced that they have not announced between November eighth, twenty twenty four, and May second, twenty twenty. I should hope so. Um, but Avengers: Kang Dynasty is the first Avengers film, May second, twenty twenty five. And similar to Infinity War, in the comic that is Kang Dynasty, Kang destroys Washington D.C. Hmm. and somehow traps all of the Avengers in space. And then he kind of rules that area of the world uh, for a while while the Avengers are stuck, and then they somehow get out of it, and I forget how they defeat Kang. I looked up this comic run, but Kang has, like, a daughter, and he kills his own daughter because she's not good enough something. It's been a long time since I've read this, but uh, I they defeat him. Long story short. Um, but... Avengers Kang Dynasty, May 2nd, 2025. And then Avengers Secret Wars is November 7th, 2025. And Secret Wars is historically uh, when the Avengers are all taken to Battle World, I believe. Um, well, one of the iterations. And that's going to be after? Uh, that is after. So I'm thinking, what if Avengers Kang Dynasty ends with a whole bunch of Avengers being uh, taken to space and then they're or taken to battle world or whatever like Kang they lose Kang defeats right. them we get a classic infinity war uh, yeah a classic infinity war and then they are stuck I think that would be a really good falling action because infinity war definitely is the gut punch they lost all the heroes are regrouping but I really love the idea of the heroes are trapped and now they have to that would set up such a hype for the following movie like and not that you're not hyped for Endgame at the end of Infinity War, but you're just very depressed and you're like, uh, oh, they lost Gut Punch, Empire Strikes Back, which is great. Don't get me wrong. But I love the idea that Kang has like sold all them off to some maniacal 
owner of a planet who wants them to fight to the death. I think that's awesome. If that is the case. I could be just speculating. There's also a Secret Wars run where two universes fight each other. So we could have 838 Earth uh, that Wanda Maximoff killed a whole bunch of people. Um, we could have all of their adventures come fight all of our That sounds pretty chill and very multiversey. That is very multiversey. Um, so that is another iteration of Secret Wars that could happen. Uh, I feel like that's the more it, likely one. You think? Well, the only thing that made me think of the spa- the Battle World one is because Kang does win at the at mid halfway through the comic run, and then the, he traps them in space, and they're stuck there for an. But they could always just mix and match these two ideas. Well, that's the other thing. Like, t- I imagine that in one Avengers movie, there's going to be a different group of Avengers than in the second Avengers movie. Like, there's so many Avengers yeah. now, almost an unwieldy so have- amount. Yeah, you can have two movies and don't have a single repeat character, which these movies are coming out six months apart. I imagine you might need to do that. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so that's... that's and and so what year six. is that? This is 2025. Wow. So they're going a while between Avengers movies. Uh, yes. Well, I mean, it did end a saga. I guess there's... Um, so there's, we're going to have a five-year gap. I feel gap. like that... But we're getting two for the first time ever. We're getting two in one year. I feel like they're doing less of the, uh, like they don't want to do an Ultron again. Because that felt like a very in-betweeny Avengers movies. And now it feels like yes. they only want to bring the Avengers Definitely. out when it's finale when time. When it's a big deal. Well, the other thing is all these movies are basically Avengers movies now. Because like even the Guardians of the Galaxy show up in Thor, Love and yeah. Thunder. There's just so many characters you can cross. Yeah, everybody's over. always everywhere. Every Yes, and it's great. And I love that. Um, so what I don't want... The only reason I like the Battle World idea for Kang, um, the Kang Dynasty, is I don't want that to be an Age of Ultron, where it's actually just two weeks of Ultron. Yeah. I want this to be an Age of Kang. Like, Kang is around for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think they're going to do. They've also confirmed uh, the Russo brothers will not be involved in either of them, because they want a unique take on Avengers storytelling, probably. Hmm. Um, also, I feel like if and... I was the Russo brothers, I'd be pretty content to rest on my laurels after Endgame. It's like, what yes. else can I do with the Avengers? It feels like I made whatever statement I was going to make with these cool action figures on the screen. They did say they really wanted to make Secret Wars. Oh, did they? Interesting. They did, which has not been confirmed, but they've already said, and I don't know, maybe that's a tactic to get them to ask for less money or something. Mm. They did make the studio $5 billion just for two movies, so imagine what they're asking, yeah. like, money-wise. And I imagine Kevin Feige could be like, no. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, but they have announced Daniel Destin Cretton, who directed Shang-Chi, will be directing Kang Dynasty. Okay. I would say that's not, um, that's also like, that's a movie that was good, but didn't, wasn't like, uh, didn't have no flaws. So. I mean, it's just, uh, I trust him yeah. to do it. I mean, I he did a solid job. I think he's. Yeah, he's a very competent movie. Which is almost what you need Um, when you're doing the scale of an Avengers movie. Like, it's hard to... If you go too flashy, then you kind of just lose everything. You really got to keep everyone grounded and like, this is what's happening here. And you're going to need to remember that because we're about to show a bunch of other people doing a bunch of other shit. So when we get back there, it can't be too confusing. The other thing is these... Like, the first two Avengers movies are pretty fun and comic booky and Joss Whedon-y and uplifting. And the second two are very dark. Right. 
comparatively. So do you think they're going to do a happy one with Kang Dynasty? Or, like, they're going to do a happy and a serious one? Or both happy, both serious? Like, I don't know. Do you think permanently the tone for Avengers after Endgame, Avengers films are always going to be serious I mean, serious the problem now? is when you have stakes that are the universe dies if we lose, it's yes. hard to be too light. <laughs> that is true. Uh, those are very high stakes. Hmm. Anyway, is that the end of but, the uh, the road as they paved the so far? That, that is that is what Kang the Conqueror has, or he who remains, has written out for us, and then he has stopped writing. Interesting. Um, so, what do you think? Uh, what What are you most excited for? Uh, that scroll thing, I'm pretty interested in. Yeah, I think that's going to be uh, good. She Hulk seems kind of fun. Yep, fellow lawyer. Yeah, that's that'll be. A good laugh, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm, those are the two main things. Like every again, once you start getting white, everything else is ma- so maybe far the Ant Man is also a little bit interesting. I I kind of just want to see if they finally get an Ant Man right. Like I I yeah. so want them to, but I like him so yes. uh, uh, you know hesitant to expect it. Yeah, because as you mentioned, Ant Man one. Uh, was okay and then ant-man 2 they doubled down on all the <laughs> yeah no it felt like ant-man 1 you're like okay this wasn't good but they had a, they have a good thing to build on the next one will probably be yeah. good and then it's like oh no they took all <laughs> the wrong lessons yeah huh <laughs> and but it made it still made a ton of money yeah well that was it an era so, where you know everyone was going to the theaters all the time it was pre-covid i feel like right now uh if you would if ant-man 1 came out pre pre-pandemic and ant-man 2 came out post-pandemic even just like even Uh accounting for the fact that less you know the theaters aren't totally back yeah it would still make less even relatively than that just because the i don't know i feel like it takes more to get people to the theater these days and an ant-man 2 i think it's more and more i think is normalizing i I think they're coming out i mean also with spider-man like 1.8 billion dollars right but but it's still like i feel like it takes an event film to get people out like i feel like theater culture kind of ebbs and flows like there's times where just like everyone's going to see movies all the time and then like i i don't know i feel like there's that a cycle broadly of that i don't really have the numbers to back that up but that just feels like a thing where i notice more people in my life going to see movies sometimes and it felt like having the late teens well, was that kind of time. Partly, maybe movie so pass, but I oh well, yeah, movie pass. I mean, who wouldn't go see all those movies for free? Uh, having worked at a movie theater for the past year plus, though, um, I'm starting to pick up on some trends. And I, Doctor Strange almost made a billion dollars, which I, which thrills me. Um, Thor probably won't beat out Ragnarok. It looks like. Um, Jurassic World Dominion might make a billion dollars, which is very upsetting. Yeah, that movie, I, who knows? I, I mean, that's just like, that's a movie that proves if you have enough marketing budget, you can sell people And anything. dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> that movie, I guarantee you would like the Snyder Cut, even though it's 90 minutes longer, you would like the Snyder Cut more than Jurassic World Dominion. The, that movie feels like, like a... I don't know, like studio exec- executives laughing and being like, look at this. We can put out any old shit. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, eat <laughs> it's it up. It's just not good. It's just so bad. Um, so uh, I believe that wraps it up. Do we have any other Marvel stuff to talk you, about? Have you seen Elvis? 
I'm not. I don't like Baz Luhrmann. Uh, Dead, did you no, I haven't. It? I, I want to see it, though. It's two hours, 40 minutes. That's the other thing. Like, I would, I normally will watch anything for free if I'm killing time to watch something that I actually want to watch. Um, I just feel like Elvis might be a good fit for him. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. for Baz Luhrmann? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> he's kind of too flashy. Not really interested. But I did watch Vengeance, uh, the BJ Novak film, which you might not even have heard I, I of. did see something about that. I, I think it came on I, uh, during that Better is Call Saul. A, a top three movie of the year. Wow. For me. BJ Novak uh, it might be doing my, another good thing. It might be my favorite. It might be my favorite movie of the year. I went in completely blind. All I knew was that it was a B.J. Novak huh. movie. And I was like, okay, well, he's never made anything. Let's see how good it is. And it was is. good. I was blown away. Interesting. And it's just, it's not like, I don't know. I, I can't describe it. Like, I can't do it. It's not like a profound, like an everything, everywhere, all yeah. at once kind of situation. Um, it's uh, definitely more of a... Um, I don't know. It's just a really good. I hope it gets Oscar attention because it's. This is the thing I want Oscar movies to be. It's funny. It's heartfelt. It makes you think. It does social commentary. Uh, it's a murder mystery. It, it covers. It checks all the boxes. Might be, box. It's probably go too fun it. Everyone, for the Oscars. Go see it. Then. I don't know because it's Oscars sometimes pick fun mm. movies. Well, anyway, we should wrap up. Um, we got an hour and anyway, a half. Let's let's wrap it up. Ninety minutes. A lot of beef talk. Um, but there you have it. Uh, we have set our phasers for phase five. Jordan seems very excited. Yeah. All right. I've been Jordan Peoples and Marvel has sucked. <laughs> I've been Gabe Weiber. No, it doesn't. Put on your